Well, good morning, good morning, everyone. Hopefully, uh, you're all awesome and well. Still having a bit of a challenge getting onto a couple of the channels, but uh, hopefully a bunch of you guys um, are on this morning. Good to see you there, Hardik. Um, <laughs> an engineering lesson this morning. Well, maybe some financial engineering, Hardik. Who knows? Let's uh, fingers crossed. We can uh, get the get the get the hang of it this morning. Welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat for those who are on right now. Great to see all of you guys jumping on this morning. Give us a shout out in the chat. Uh, if you're there, make sure uh, I'm coming through loud and clear and things are fine. It seems uh, I'm uh, having some tech challenges these last couple of days. So uh, anyway, I'll see if I can work that out. Hey, good morning, Di. Good to see you there. Um, as we uh, as we kick off the morning, anyone who's new, good morning to you. Uh, thanks for joining us. If you're new to the morning wealth coffee chat, Jason Witten's my name. If you haven't uh, met me before and uh, been property investing over 20 years, uh, helping property investors um, across Australia and New Zealand build their property portfolios. We've got a couple of sayings around here: buy well, never sell. This thing's a marathon, not a sprint. And uh, the regulars know that, like the regulars like Stephen and Bob. Good to see you guys uh, on again this morning as well. But let's kick off this morning, talk about the engines of wealth. Uh, many, many years ago, uh, I'm a bit of a self-confessed, um, hey, morning, Kim, thank you. Um, I'm a bit of a self-confessed personal development uh, junkie. Uh, I've invested many, many hundreds of thousands of dollars into my own personal education across all different uh, different categories in life. Um, you know, uh, mental, emotional, spiritual, financial, um, you know, business, you name it, um, relationships, etc. Um, I'm always a bit of an avid studier. And many, many years ago, uh, I went to a, uh, a seminar called Business Mastery. I don't know if anyone has heard of Business Mastery. Tony Robbins, one of the best teachers in the world and um, one of the best teachers in the world. And uh, he had a funds management uh, a guru there who manages billions and billions and billions of dollars of people's funds talking about the engines of wealth, talking about how... Um, professionals, people who manage money and wealth for a living, uh, approach the idea of investing. And it was very, very different, a very different conversation to what I'd heard uh, in the past. So I want to talk you guys through that this morning uh, as we as we dive in and, and jump into it. So good morning to Sean and, and, uh, and uh, James jumping on as well. So uh, good to see you guys here. Michelle, uh, there you are. Uh, a few of the regulars up and at it this morning. For some of you guys, um, you're not getting the notifications because unfortunately some of my channels aren't uh, going live. So something must have gone wrong. I'm going to have to go back in and connect them and make sure they all get going. But anyway, we'll dive into it this morning. Engine one, engine two. And the idea that um, uh, when we're investing, uh, many inexperienced or uneducated investors think that life should be exciting. This idea of investing is exciting. Now, the idea of learning about investing should be exciting, 
the process of buying uh, an investment or having uh, an allocation of money go into an asset uh, should be fairly um, uh, emotionless um, was the word the property, uh, the investor that I was talking to um, uh, many years ago described and I want to take you guys through that this morning. So let's have a look at the two versions of the world um, uh, of the investing space. And this was the idea, this was the infrastructure that this investor, this professional investor um, gave me. And uh, uh, I'm going to share that with you guys this morning about the idea of one engine of wealth and a second engine of wealth. The first engine of wealth should be, I'm going to change that uh, little color and put that here, uh, reliable, reliable, okay? Something that is proven, um, has some a track record, track record, um, something that has some, uh, he was talking about volume uh, and um, uh, momentum, um, the idea that it was uh, widely uh, adopted, widely uh, adopted. Um, there was um, some regulation, uh, regulation, um, etc. Um, and uh, for the most part, everybody, if you mention this uh, idea, if everybody knows about it, okay? So what right now, if you think about this right now, team, you know, an investment, an idea, some asset that you would put your money in has a long-term track record, lots of volume and momentum, completely widely adopted. Um, uh, it has regulation and rules and whatever. Some people don't like those. Um, and everybody, everybody in the whole of, um, you know, society knows about it. Tell me right now, what type of reliable, um, uh, and it doesn't mean reliable as in outcome, but reliable understanding, knowledge, information, what type of investment would you say right now, having a look at that, would fit into engine number one? What do you guys think? Chuck that in the chat for me while I do a little... I'm going to move something around. Put it in the chat. What do you guys think? What would fit into uh, engine number one in our investment um, place right now? What do you guys think? Move that over there. Um, is this a trick question? No, it's not a trick question, Michelle. Uh, it should be an easy one <laughs> for all of us right now. Um, but uh, there you go. Property, Sharon. Sharon's onto it. Yep, chuck it out there. Um, and, uh, you know, at the end of the day, we're all investing in this one, you know, property, you know. Okay, let's let's go through property. That's not a very uh, good colour. Let's let's put a different colour up there. Uh, let's put uh, purple. Maybe purple works better. Hopefully you can see it. Sometimes the background. Oh, that's hideous, isn't it? <laughs> Got to get it right. Actually, black's probably going to work best, isn't it? All right, let's just do the black one. All right. Property. Okay, property is reliable. Team, real estate, Hardik, onto it, James, uh, Stephen, you're right. It's got a track record. It's got a track record in Australia, a couple of hundred years. 
the volume and momentum. It is a trillion dollar market, trillions and trillions and trillions. It's very difficult to sort of manipulate it in a weird way. It's widely adopted. Everyone has, has to bloody live somewhere. So, you know, it's pretty widely, probably the most widely adopted uh, asset uh, on the planet, let's face it. Uh, it's got regulation. Yes, it has regulation. There's rules and whatever. Now, we might not like it, but it has a zone of safety for money, for storage, where we put our cash, our dollars and cents, and everybody knows about it, okay? Everybody knows about it. So, and let's just have a little little look at um, um, two other places. You know, the share market, like the um, shares, the ASX, the whatever it might be, um, and then you've got potentially, you know, business, okay? So when we look at this, from an investment point of view, um, if we look at, okay, track record, volume, those sorts of things, if we are looking at how we invest uh, and where we put our money and those sorts of things, then you want the majority, the majority of your assets in reliable asset um, engines, right? You want you want them in uh, a reliable place. Now, I'm going to get rid of business there because that just confuses the conversation this morning because businesses by default are the share market, okay? Um, and uh, away you go. Um, at the end of the day, you have some money, you've exchanged some time, some knowledge, some effort in the marketplace and you have created some cash capital, you've created some value, you have to transform it into something else and store it there. It, like the worst place on the planet is to store money in a bank account, okay, in cash. It is absolutely rubbish, okay? So if we through this engine idea, put it in a reliable asset, whatever that might be. I don't mind, property shares, they both have these really good um, track records, volumes, widely adopted, regulations, everybody knows about them. Okay, that's kind of cool. What does that mean? When we have, um, let's say, a bunch of money, I'm just gonna put up here, um, if you've got a million bucks, and you wanted to invest it, how would you invest it across the two engines, okay? Uh, and I haven't explained engine number two yet, maybe I should get to that so you can put this in context. A reliable engine uh, and uh, an experimental. They called it experimental, I might call it um, new, whatever it might be. So over here, it's the opposite. It doesn't have a track record, uh, or low to no track record. Uh, B, you know, its volume and momentum is maybe questionable. Um, it's not necessarily widely adopted, the whole planet. Um, regulation um, doesn't have regulation, no regulation, um, and not everybody knows about it, okay? Uh, they don't know about it yet. So the idea, if you see this reliable stuff, the returns on reliable investments tend to be lower. Um, but the risk is also often lower, all right? Over here, if you've got something experimental, the idea might be something like, actually chuck it in the chat for me. What sort of 
investment at the moment is quite experimental, and I'm not um, I'm not talking about uh, like a mad scientist experiment. <clears throat> Because at this point in time, it ticks one or two of these boxes, but not all of it. What's something that's quite popular at the moment that everyone's piling into? Um, a lot of people are piling into, but it's certainly not um, absolutely integrated mainstream in our in our investment world just yet. Chuck that one in the chat for me. Uh, if you're th- sitting there, go. What's an experimental investment process where you'd put some of your money um, when it comes to this world? Yeah. Michelle, James, Allison, you're on it. Crypto, you know, there you go. IPOs, yes, absolutely, Stephen. Um, so over here, you might have um, uh, IPOs, that's initial public offering, some new idea, some new business, something um, uh, something that might be uh, coming to market. Uh, and uh, crypto, all right, crypto and all the other things that go. NFTs, yep, Digicoin. Exactly, Justin. So if we were sitting here as investors today and we said, all right, up here we have a million dollars, a million dollars, and you were sort of like, all right, uh, I'm I'm an investor, I want to put some money into the market, what percentages, if you wanted to play, and this was the thing, that professional investors said you should always, always be in both markets, Okay. He said you should always be in both markets, the reliable market and the experimental market, uh, for two reasons. Number one, when you're in the experimental market, you're learning new things, uh, and maybe, just maybe, you know, some of these things give you a, a boost to your returns, okay? So hopefully you're following along here with, with, uh, with what I'm trying to sort of share and teach today. So right now you're sitting there, and we've got a million dollars to invest, you've got a million dollars to invest, across reliable engine number one and experimental engine number two, what percentage of this million dollars would you allocate in these boxes? Chuck that in the chat for me right now. You're sitting there, you've got a million, what would you do? And over here, I would put things like um, joint ventures, small developments, stuff like that developments okay jv developments those sorts of things so chuck that in the chat for me you've got a million dollars engine number one engine number two what percentage would you allocate how would you invest um and we'll see we'll see the percentage um of uh what a professional billionaire professional billionaire funds manager um says to us as investors see if uh you're about right. So chuck that in the chat. Um, Dice says 70-30. Uh, Danny's 70-30. Stevens 90-10. What else have you guys got in there? Anyone else got anything different? 80-20. James 70-30. Yeah. All right, well, we got 70-30 to 90-10. Very interesting. The professionals, his world was 90-10, right? 90-10. What he did say, as as these things became not necessarily experimental anymore, but they were moving across here, he would increase that um, exposure once they understood uh, and really started to make momentum. So it was 90-10, 
And so over here, if you think about it, let's say, for example, joint ventures and developments, they came out of here and over here. That might go to 30, 70, 30 when it comes to the allocation dollar per dollar or whatever it might be. Because what happens as uh, investors is our returns, and let's just start a new page here. So engine one and engine two, engine two. So let's say engine one, we're getting a 5% return um, and that's fantastic, it's reliable. But in engine two, uh, over here, an experimental return might be 20%. <clears throat> might be 20%. But if we had, um, if we had right now, a million dollars, so 900, uh, $900,000, 900K in our returns, and you go, right, $900,000 times that by 5% equals 45K, okay? That's a 5% return tick in the box. Over here, we have 100K invested. That's $20,000, uh, 20, 20K, all right? So if we add our um, if we add our 20k plus our 45k, our return, our total return out of both engines, out of both engines, goes for our million dollars goes to 65k, and that makes it 6.5 percent. Does that make sense? Hopefully, it makes sense, team. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded much better potentially in my head than on, on paper today. So you only need a small amount to increase your return over here by uh, quite a lot, 1.5%. Um, you only need a small amount invested getting a bigger return. You've got the most of your money in a safe place and with the exposure here, this gives you that extra boost, that extra bump. Now, for all of us, what happens if this goes pear-shaped and you lose the 100K, okay? This is only gotta go up 11% to give you back your $100,000, okay? Everyone cool with that? Everyone cool with that? Right, because for some of you guys, let's say uh, Danny or Di, uh, James, if you had 30% over here and you dusted it all, now this has got to go up 30, um, 30 about 30%, actually 30, it's got to go up 35%. That's got to go up 35% to give you your capital back. Okay? And that's the rationale what can you afford to lose in engine number two, the experimental engine that won't mess with your wealth and momentum much, if anything, okay? Hopefully that made sense because if you lose a good chunk of your capital base, your wealth base, then, you're, then, then the setback can be pretty significant, okay? Um, as we're going along. Anyway, Wealth Coffee Chat. Done and dusted for today. Engine number one, engine number two. We should be investing in both. Um, the percentages should be small until you understand and uh, like really understand these assets. 
That's why with crypto, gang, it's the fucking wild west. It's mad, right? It's actually even worse than going to the casino. At least the casino's got some rules, right? At least the racetrack's got some rules. Um, anyway, but it doesn't mean you shouldn't be invested in them. I am. Doesn't mean I'm encouraging you to. Just understand, don't put the bloody whole lot on something you've got no idea about, okay? Anyway, hopefully that makes sense. There you go. Anyway, I'll stop rabbiting on. Wealth Coffee Chat done and dusted. How much have you got in reliable investments? How much have you got in experimental investments? And don't put too much in the wrong one, that one, until you understand deeply those asset classes. All right, gang. Uh, You guys be awesome. Be well. Uh, That's it, I think. Wealth Coffee Chat. Done and dusted. Over and out. See you guys tomorrow around about the same time, 8.05. And hopefully I can fix up my stuff on my internet. All right. Oh, hey, uh, Nicole. Yeah, no problem. Uh, just put it in the chat, Nicole. Uh, put it in the chat and we'll be um, we'll see it and uh, we'll take that and do a, a Wealth Coffee chat on it. Um, thanks, Nicole. Appreciate you uh, thinking of it. So whack it in there, buddy. All right, see you team, bye-bye.